Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. What's going on, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. Today, we're fired up. We're sizzling. We can't be stopped. That was one of my cheers from third grade. And I'm 30 years old, and I still cheer it to this day. When I'm fired up, I'm sizzling. I can't be stopped about something I'm super passionate about. And today, that's exactly what I want to share with you. Recently, I have felt a renewed sense of passion and joy for my work and for helping women create food freedom to not spend every waking moment of their day obsessed with food and their body. And I want to share a little bit of my personal experience today because I've shared my story on here before. I will link to those episodes in the show notes. But I thought it was time to kind of rope you into my mindset circa seven to 10 years ago when I spent all of my mental energy consumed with food and what the opportunity cost of that was, what I missed out on because I was spending so much time thinking about food and my body. Now, before we get started with that, I'm going to ask you a little pop quiz question. Ding, ding, ding. There's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. I want you to answer this question. So take a deep breath and tune in. If you had to quantify a percentage of time you spend during the day thinking about food and or your body, what would it be? This is a question I ask my clients when I start working with them. And do you want to know what the answer is? This is probably going to blow your mind. Most of my new clients say, on average, they spend about 70 to 90% of their day thinking about food and their body. And these are very successful women. These are mothers. These are women with careers. These are women who do not have all of this mental energy and time to spend wasting. It's not like they're just sitting at home, watching Netflix, worried about food. They are trying to take care of their families. They are trying to take care of themselves. They're rushing around, checking things off of their to-do lists. But in the back of their mind, there is this constant mental chatter about food and their body. And I was that person. I was the person who spent 90% of her day focused on food in her body. From the moment that I would wake up in the morning, of course, I would have some self-deprecating thoughts about my body and how to manipulate it and how to change it. And I probably woke up feeling guilty from binge eating the night before. And then from there, it was just a downward spiral throughout the day. So I would be constantly thinking about how much to eat, when to eat, planning and prepping my meals counting down the minutes until I could eat again because I was on a diet that told me I could only eat at certain times. I rarely went out to restaurants. I had no social life at this time because my whole mindset was such that I couldn't go out. I couldn't eat off plan. And if I did, I was looking up restaurant nutrition facts hours before or even days before so I could quote unquote be prepared. I was also glued to an app on my phone all day, tracking my calories, tracking my macros, If I went one gram over or under, I would be sitting there playing Tetris with my macros in the kitchen. I would eat like half of a gummy worm in order to reach my macros for the day. And the thing, honestly, that weighed on me the most out of all of this is the guilt and shame. The feeling like I should know better. I do know better. I know what to do. I know what healthy food looks like. 
I know how to make those choices, so why wasn't I able to make those choices consistently? It made me feel like crap about myself because I felt so out of control around food, and I had such a good handle on other aspects of my life. From the outside looking in, nobody else knew I was struggling. And that is the case for a lot of the women I work with. From the outside looking in, they have beautiful lives, beautiful children, beautiful bodies. They are beautiful human beings, genuinely, from the inside out. But underneath the surface, there is so much guilt, so much shame, and so much toxicity that's just weighing them down because they feel like they should be doing better, they should have a handle over their food, and they are spending all day thinking about food. It's exhausting. I spent so much time and mental energy on food that I didn't have time or energy to do the things that I really loved, the things that really filled me up that weren't food at all. And I've done a podcast about this before, which I will also link about primary foods, but it's essentially this concept of filling yourself up with things other than food to provide your life and enrich your life with so much joy, so much passion, and so much excitement that you're not as obsessed with food because your life is genuinely full of things that bring you joy. But I'm going to get real with you, okay? Once I started to develop a healthier relationship with food, so many doors to happiness opened for me. Let me just go through a few examples so you can kind of sit here and envision what would be possible for you if you did the work to develop a healthier relationship with food for yourself. Number one, I could do workouts that I loved and that I genuinely enjoyed, not just the ones that burn the most calories. That was probably the worst part about all of this for me because I love to work out, but I don't necessarily love workouts that burn the most calories. For example, I love lifting. I love doing yoga. I don't want to spend hours and hours doing cardio in the gym just for the sake of seeing a higher calorie burn on my fitness watch. But at the time, that's what I felt like I needed to do in order to make up for what I ate. Another example, when I developed a healthier relationship with food and my body, I could go out to eat with my friends any night of the week without having to analyze the menu beforehand because I learned how to eat in a way that made me feel good, even if I did choose to indulge. I also learned how to practice mindfulness around how much to eat so that I could eat donuts and pizza and whatever my heart desires without feeling guilty about it. There are so many things that I would be missing out on in my present day life if I still spent that 90% of my mental energy obsessed with food in my body. I would not have space to cultivate and maintain meaningful relationships in my life. I would not be able to be present for my partner and my child. And I would probably transfer my own fear of food to my child. I would not have space to work out because I love to move my body, like I said, instead of feeling like I needed to be burning calories. I would not have space to eat food I love and not feel an ounce of guilt. I would definitely not be able to run my own business because Lord knows that takes a lot of energy. I would not be able to write a book. I would not be able to have time for anything joyful or spontaneous or life-giving. So I want you to think about what would happen if you cleared up that mental space and energy in your brain. You could start a whole new business or hobby. You could make new friends. You could cultivate meaningful relationships. You could bring back passion and joy. I mean, heck, you could just spend time not being so anxious and depressed and trapped in self-loathing. When you stop focusing all of your energy on food, your world opens up to so much time and energy for things that will fill you up in ways that food never will. If you're stuck obsessing with food right now, I so feel you and I want you to know that from the bottom of my heart, I was you. I was where you are. I've been there and there is a better way. It takes patience and it takes trust to unfuck yourself from all the diets and unhealthy habits, but there is freedom on the other side. 
And truly, let me just be real with you for a second, girl. Finding freedom from food obsession has been the catalyst for all of the most magical things in my life, like my relationships, the confidence to run my own business, and so much more. That is why I created my podcast. That is why I wrote my book. That is why I coach and work with women individually and in groups so that you can ingrain this. This can become your reality as well. So I want you to tune back into that question I asked you in the beginning. What percentage of your day are you currently spending thinking about food and your body? If you say 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100%, imagine what you could do with that time. And not only that time, that mental energy. Our time on earth is short. Way, 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 way too short to be spent spending that much time worrying about food and how much to eat and when to eat and if we're gonna gain weight or lose weight or how we can eat to manipulate our bodies. Feeling guilt and shame for the choices that we're making around food. Feeling like we're never in control or doing good enough. I say that with so much love, with so much compassion, but I needed somebody to tell me that. I needed somebody to wake me up. And that is what happened for me. When I decided I had enough, doors started opening up to me. I had friends open up about their experiences, which allowed me to open up about my experience with food. And because I was invested in myself, because I was interested in developing a healthier relationship with food and would not settle for anything less than that, I kept trying day after day after day. I kept showing up for myself. Did I fail? Yes, a thousand times over and over again. I always tell people, if your goal is to stop binge eating, it's not, for the most part, like you're just going to make that decision and then all of a sudden you never binge eat again. The way it happened for me is that it became less and less frequent. So maybe when I started out, I was binging five nights a week. Then over the course of a few weeks, it went down to four, then it went down to three, then it went down to two, and now it does not affect me at all anymore. If you are struggling right now with your relationship with food, I want you to know that I hear you, that I see you, and that you are so not alone. I talk to women every single day who have these struggles, and you know what the commonality between each of them is? Each of them feel isolated and they feel alone, like they are the only person that is going through this. That is why I'm bringing on clients onto the podcast and people that I work with and people in my community to share their experiences so that you know you're not alone. And I hope you find comfort even just in hearing my story to know that I literally have been at such a low point in my life that I did not know if it was worth continuing. And now being on the other side of that, I am so glad that I continued to believe in myself, that there was some semblance of hope deep down within me that knew that this was possible for me. I'm so grateful for that little still small voice inside of me that told me to keep pushing, that told me to keep persevering, and that told me that things would get better because they have. They're not always easier, but they are 1 million percent better. This podcast was less about tangible action steps. I've done 100 plus of those episodes, but I wanted to kind of wrap you back into my story because I haven't shared my story specifically in a while. And I really wanted you to get a grasp of where my mindset was at so that you can understand where I came from and know that it is so possible to create a healthy relationship with food in your body. I would say now I spend maybe 10% of my life thinking about food, whereas before it was 90%, now it's 10%. And that 10% is because I want to spend that time thinking about food. It's exciting for me to want to plan meals, to try new recipes, to think about where I'm going to go out to dinner for a date night. Food is such a source of joy and love in my life now, and I want that same thing for you. 
I want you to not waste another day of your life spending such a large percentage of it thinking about food, obsessing about food. And I want you to clear that space so that you can have time and energy for things that you love to do. I have resources available for you for free. Obviously, this podcast is free. You can go back and listen to 100 plus episodes of this podcast if you need more insight on how to develop a healthier relationship with food in your body. I also wrote a book called Healthy and Happy, Find Food Freedom and Create the Body You Love. It's about $20. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Get it on Amazon Prime. You can literally go order it today and have it show up at your door tomorrow and start working on this ASAP. And for those of you listening who just need a little bit more support beyond just the podcast and beyond the book, for those of you who want to put some skin in the game and really start to show up for yourself and start taking radical action to develop a healthier relationship with food, that is why I do one-on-one coaching. And that is why I'm introducing my Food Freedom Mastermind, which is launching in January of 2022. I'm not a fan of starting things on January 1st, so we are not starting on the first baby girl but we will start mid-January. So if that is something that you are interested in and you want to get on the wait list for that, head to julietbuer.com slash mastermind. I am calling in an epic group of women. So if you want to be part of a community of like-minded women who have the same fire and passion to leave all of this negativity behind and cultivate more positivity, more joy, more brilliance, more radiance in your life, this is for you. I am talking to you. So it's no commitment. Literally, just go to my website, go to juliebuer.com slash mastermind, get on the wait list, and I will send you more information as it comes out. I'm super pumped to be doing this. This is my first big offer since having my son more than a year ago. So if you want to be part of this revolution, sister, let's do it together. Until next time, I will talk to you in the next episode. See ya. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.